you are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good evening, everybody. Locked On Browns, episode 199. Obviously, guys, NFL draft in the books. Uh, we're going to break down a ton of that stuff this week and going further. Uh, this one is actually pretty special here. We were, uh, I was able to reach out get one of the newly drafted Cleveland Browns to join me here this evening. So without further ado, sixth round pick, number 175 out of Texas A&M. Ladies and gentlemen and Browns fans, meet the one of the newest Cleveland Browns, Mr. Damian Ratley out of A&M, the wide receiver. Damian, first off, uh, how you doing and ha- how you handling all the news right now? Man, it's been great. It's been a great experience. It's been a dream, dream come true. Uh, just trying to take it all in, but tomorrow uh, I go up to Cleveland and it's time to get to work. So, Okay, well, here, this is one, and, and the Browns haven't released it, and everybody's asking, you got a jersey number yet? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm going to let them release it before I tell anything. I don't want to. You know, don't want to start, start off on a bad foot. Okay, but obviously you got one in mind and hopefully one of the books. So we'll probably know all that sooner than later, guys. Maybe that's why they're saving all that information until tomorrow. Uh, now, Damien, uh, obviously, you know, you went the Juco route, eventually got yourself to Texas A&M. Uh, you know, you playing time here and there, but at, at, towards the end of your senior season here, I mean, you just really were putting it all together and putting up some ridiculous numbers. Um, the, the yards per catch is just an outrageous, insane number. So a lot of chunk plays, which is something this offense has struggled with for the last couple of years. So uh, maybe just explain, uh, you know, explain to us and talk to us about this last stretch that you had down here at Texas A&M and all the success you found late in the year. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, I can't say it wasn't because of lack of talent. It was just, you know, I was putting it all together, like you said, and, you know, things happening, things happening, situation, I had to step up uh, in situations that I was in. And so I did, you know, I put big plays together, and that's what I like to do is make big plays. So, you know, I just started making them. Nice. Uh, now, the first one, uh, look, now, now uh, scoring, you know, catching a touchdown pass in a place like Death Valley, I mean, one of the most prestigious college stadiums in all the nation. Uh, take us through that one because, I mean, I don't know what happened. I don't know, you know, who blew the coverage, but somebody wasn't paying attention to number four as he went streaking between the hash marks. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a cover two or cover two. It was some kind of zone, and they were supposed to, they were supposed to switch us off, I think. And both of them ended up going with Kurt. And, yeah, I just struck right by one of them, and it was a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, and absolutely. Yeah, well, I mean, so, you know, for all the hard ones you get, it's always nice to get one of those easier ones. Uh, now, take us right. through the other one. Uh, you know, obviously the highlight reel one. Look, everybody nowadays always wants that Odell Beckham reception to the highlight reel. And, obviously, your last home game as an Aggie, you were able to pull one of those off. Explain to us, because it seemed like maybe you and the D-back, uh, there could have been a call either way, because it seemed like you guys were pretty tight and kind of tussling with each other, even well past the five yards down the field. But a, a heck of a you know grab, and maybe one thing where you, if you ever meet Odell one day, you can joke with him and say, hey, I did it with my offhand. Uh, it was kind of, you know, it was just, I don't ever try and catch it with one hand. I'm always a hands guy, you know. That ain't really a big thing to me, but you know, when the ball's in the air, you just gotta make a play. When it's a 50-50 ball, it's it, it's it's always gotta be ours. And he was just in the way at the time, and you know, I had to catch the ball. The ball's in the air, so I caught the ball the only way possible, and it ended up being a touchdown. Nice. Now, uh, take us through you now the process here once the season ended. Um, now, I, I I had read some stuff here that you felt Cleveland had a lot of interest in you. 
Um, but it seems like, you know, where things got white hot for you as a prospect was, you know, after what was a ridiculous pro day, you know, the, uh, you know, the, the broad jump over 10, the vertical of 38, uh, you know, this 40 time he put up while, you know, obviously, you know, at, you know, at a good size, I can tell, obviously, he spends your time in a weight room. Uh, so, you know, was that was the pro day, like, was it definitely something that, you know, brought a lot of rise to you and brought a lot more interest in you? Uh, yeah, uh, it was it was it was going to be a hectic day. I mean, the Browns and the Rams and, of course, the Saints and all, they were, there was like four teams that were really hot on me already before the pro day. And then once the pro day hit, it was like I became, you know, one of the top recruits or whatever, one of the top late-round draft pick recruits. And... Every team wanted to visit me. Every team wanted to call me and talk to me. Every team wanted to do this, this, and that. And you know, I took a visit to the, the Browns facilities, and I, you know, I, I, I loved it there. It was nice. And I ended up having a chance to now be able to go play in a facility that I, you know I liked a lot. And uh, one the strength, the new strength and conditioning coach there right now. He was my strength and conditioning coach for two years at Texas A&M. So. You know, it's pretty cool to be able to go there and then miles there already. So, uh, you know, I'm a love it up there. I really am. Yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's not the first time uh, the Browns have dipped in at A&M. Uh, you know, there was a pretty big selection made out of the last year. Have you gotten to talk to Miles, uh, you, know, si- you, know, since, uh, you know, since you were drafted on Saturday? Nah, he... I don't even know if he has a phone. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> He's I playing with his dinosaurs. <laughs> Yeah, he's playing with his dinosaurs or something. Nah, but Miles is a cool dude. We used to play ping pong all the time together. So, you know, I can't wait to see him. I don't know if he's up there or not right now, but it's going to be a cool thing to be able to play with him again. It should probably help the transition a little bit, knowing that you have somebody you can kind of reach out to for, you know, hey, right. where can I get the best whatever at this time of day? And obviously, you both being Texas boys, I'm sure the cuisine's going to be a little different in, uh, in Ohio, so maybe you can help you find your way to something you need. Right, exactly. And, that's, you know, that's all it is about making home away from home you know what i mean so not being there all alone you got somebody all that you can call and do stuff and all that stuff so it's pretty cool nice now guys you are listening to locked on browns whatever guy uh, app you use guys for your podcast go ahead smash that subscribe leave a big old fat five-star review i do appreciate it uh one question i like to ask any wide receiver and it's the former college wide receiver in me as well it's third and eight i need a first down late in the game i'm calling a timeout and i'm having you come over and i'm saying look I'm coming your way. What route do you want to run? Well, well you got to give me a coverage and what, what? What's the down and distance? Well, they're gonna man you. I'm saying third and eight. We need to get the ball. Probably, I'd say from the you know, from the forty. I need to get a surefire field goal here at least. You no know, game is on the line. Where am I getting you? I'm. You, someone's gonna man you up. What route are you taking him on? I'm. Uh, if it's man and it's late in the game. I'm gonna run a probably a six step out to make sure I get out of bounds, and then six steps is 12 yards, so gonna be past the third. I'm at uh, fourth down look, or the third down. All right, so they're giving you a cover three look. What are you going with there? Cover three. I would. How many timeouts you got? Well, we got one just in case you don't get out of bounds. I'll give you one to play with. Okay, so if it's cover three, I'm probably gonna run you know post curl. Get into the zone. Nice, nice, nice. Now here's a, a, another one I wanted to ask you. Obviously, you know now here SC te- you know SEC tested three years there. You know, give me a cor- give me some of the corners that you played against who who you, you know you thought were really good. Obviously, you, know, you showed well against a lot of these guys. 
know, who are some guys that you went back and said, man, all right, that dude could bring it? Uh, Carlson Davis would be the one that I, I say was the hardest to go against. He, uh, he was long, he was physical, you know, he, he, he wouldn't let you off the ball. So he was, he was one of the rough, the, the roughest, uh, one of the hardest persons I had to figure out my way against. So, I mean, it was, it was an experience and, you know, I had, I went back and watched the tape and see what I did wrong and fixed what I did and I figured out like what I need to do in the front corners and, you know, this, this and that and ways to expose them just in case I see somebody on the next level that's just as long and just as physical, you know. So that's going to be, it was fun to go against them and learn, learn, learning experience. And guys, uh, he's, he's being a little bit humble here because if, uh, if anybody knows the over game, he had four receptions for 82 yards and two touchdowns. See, the thing is, for a guy like, for a guy like Mr. Ratley here, he can go back and work on hand usage and thing of that nature. Carlton Davidson, guys, you know he was a guy that me and a lot of guys talked about and we really thought would be a good fit with the Browns. He ain't going to be able to come up with the fact that a guy like Mr. Damian Ratley can run in the low 4-4s. So if he can get you know, if they're even, he's leaving, so to speak. Uh, now, as far as, you know, uh, your teammate Christian Kirk, I, you know, obviously you guys had a good vibe, good working relationship together. You're coming here to Cleveland. And, I mean, first off, I mean, you know, for you being a Texas kid, names like Josh Gordon, obviously Corey Coleman, uh, an established guy like Jarvis Landry, you know, I, I, how excited are you to A, pick their brains, and B, just watch them work and see what you can pick up without them having to communicate anything to you? I mean, it's, it's crazy to go up there and be able to watch some people like that, like Jarvis, with his route there. He's running uh, uh, Josh. On, I'm pretty sure he's going to be able to do, you know, everything. He's a big guy, and, you know, I'm just I'm, I'm just ready to take everything in, every little piece I can from him. I'm ready to take it in and, and learn it and put it towards my game to where I could be I could be somewhat great like them and be able to last as long as they have in this league and hopefully go win the Super Bowl with them. So, you know, that's my goal is to win the Super Bowl. And that's the first goal I want to do as soon as I get in the league and as quick as I can because I want to win the Super Bowl because you never know how long you can be in there. So I want to win the Super Bowl for the team, and I know that's on their mind, and I know they like me. So, and you know, I'm watching them from a perspective of a player, I, I just can't wait to watch the way they act like a pro and the way they use with their abilities towards their best advantages. Because I know Jarvis isn't the fastest guy in the world, but he gets open, so I, I like to see how he uses that. And Josh, he's a very big guy, and I want to see how he uses that. So, you know, just picking little things out like that and using them towards my best abilities and putting them in my perspective of how I do things and then trying to, you know, grasp what they're doing. It's just it's going to be a big part of my game now. I'm just going to be able to translate that to the next level. Okay, now uh, give me some initial thoughts here. You know, I, I think for any of you young offensive players coming in here, whether it's you, whether it's Antonio Callaway, whether it's Nick Chubb, you're coming into a real good situation because, yes, Baker Mayfield is here, and that is just fantastic for everybody involved. But there are right now are three veteran quarterbacks in this locker room so, I mean, there's a chance for you guys to get, you know, not only, you know, what the coaching staff can do for you, but you guys are going to be working with, I mean, you're going to take a lot of reps with three guys who have a long, long, extensive NFL careers. What's it going to be like to get to work with them and, you know, have these guys, you know, you know, basically explain things to you, not in a coach speak so much, but as a player to player speak? It's going to be, it's going to be cool. It's going to be fun. Uh, they don't see a lot of ball being played at a high level. And I'm pretty sure they're going to be able to teach me and 
you know, I'm or not even teasing. If I hear him talking to some other guy teaching him, I'm gonna look around and I'm gonna take that in too, just because they ain't teaching me doesn't mean they ain't teaching everyone. So that's the way I live by. If you gonna teach somebody right by me, then you're teaching me too. Because anything, anything, anything anybody says is helpful. You just gotta know it. You know what bits and pieces that might be helpful towards yourself. So you know, by them telling me how they want a certain route ran on this coverage, on this down. You know, that'll be helpful for me just to be able to, you know, because it don't matter who's throwing the ball, the ball is going to come. And, of course, it's going to be different timings, but either way, once the ball's in the air, it's going to be your job to get it. So having that experience is going to be a great thing for a young receiver coming in because you get to work with somebody that's been there for a while. So I think that's the best part about it. Okay, now as some initial thoughts. Obviously, you know, as the draft unfolded, um, you know, the Browns did a fantastic job. Normally, the number one pick in the NFL draft is something that's known probably a week out, at worst a couple of days out. The Browns, the Browns did a fantastic job, you know, kind of keeping the selection under wraps as much as they possibly could. Uh, now, you know, you as a guy and all these guys who were, were going to get drafted that weekend, you see it unfold. Give me some thoughts here just as a guy, college football following from afar, but, you know, you're going to work now with a guy, Baker Mayfield, who was, you know, a huge, huge part of the college football scheme for three seasons. Uh, I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be cool. Uh, a good buddy of mine, Diddy Westbrook, who played with me at Blaine, he got to play with him for oh, okay. a year or two years. And uh, I, I see how much fun they were having together. And, you know, I see that, you know, he could throw a good deep ball and, you know, this, is and that. He can make plays with his feet. He can get out of the pocket and do this, this and that. So scrimmage is going to be fun. I mean, everything is going to be fun. And he, he likes to keep a fun you know, active young locker room together. And that, you know, it shows a lot. And I'm pretty sure that he wants to win just like me. So, you know, that's the only thing that I'm, I care about. As long as you want to win as much as I do, and we can be just, we can be buddies. So, I mean, it's going to be fun. It's going to be cool to have him in there. Yeah, uh, look, and, you know, I'll tell you right now, from this fan base, you know, 1-31 the last couple of years has been difficult. But uh, everyone kind of understood you know, the losing was going to lead, you know, to a, a, a greater situation. And now, with John Dorsey coming in here, he had a solid offseason of, you know, talent he had brought in here. We, we, you know, with a ton of draft assets and what he you know, was able to accumulate there. You know, everybody's ready for some winning because it's certainly needed with this fan base. And to hear you guys think, you know, hear guys universally say that, look, we just want to play together. We want to win some games. It's got everybody jazzed up here. Uh, just two quick ones before we let you go. We'll go with this one first. Uh, you can't let somebody go who got drafted in the NFL draft without asking the question. Phone rings. You see it's a Cleveland area code. What, 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 what's the reaction as you're listening to those words coming through into your ears that you're going to be selected in the NFL draft and it's the Cleveland Browns and they want you to be a part of what they think is going to be something pretty big? Uh, man... I, first thing I thought, it just brought tears to my eyes because it's like, it don't matter who drives to me, you know, everybody, everybody starts off in the NFL 0-0 zero zero the next year, no matter who won the Super Bowl, so it's a 0-0 zero zero thing, so, you know, I was, it just brought a smile to my face that I was going to be a Brown, and, you know, I love it there, I love when I visited there, it felt like home, so, you know, it just brought a smile to my face, and uh, Mr. Dorsey, he's on, you know, he's trying to build you know, a Super Bowl winning caliber team, and, you know, I want to be a part of that. So, something or nothing, I love seeing that. So, and that's what I was, just something, 
that turned into, you know, or nothing into something. And I was basically, that's what I was. So I like being a part of the growth of something that's going to be something, you know, bigger in the future. That's what I like to do. Now, talking about general manager John Dorsey, he's out at the Cleveland Indians game today. There's pictures of him everywhere. Then the word comes through. Uh, you know, the Browns made a trade. So, look, John Dorsey, guys, he, wherever he is, whatever he is doing, there is no mistake. John Dorsey is putting in the work. If nobody saw the news today, uh, tight end Randall Telfair was traded off to the Kansas City Chiefs for what will be third year defensive lineman edge rusher D. Nicholas out of Virginia Tech. Interesting trade. It seems like there was no spot here for Telfair, uh, you know, with another tight end signing with already two other guys with Seth DeVal and David Najoko in here. The D. Nicholas, some guys were nervous about pass rusher. Here's a guy with that ability if his knee's right. So that was the news of the day there. Guys, if you're not checking out, and I'm sure our good buddy here, Damian Ratley, is now going to be an even bigger LeBron James fan. Check out Locked On Cavaliers. Chris Manning's got you covered over there. Game one win last night. So obviously Locked On Cavs doing a great job. Uh, you know, so keep following the series, and Chris has got you covered on the shows. And just one other one before I want to let you go here. With uh, There's going to be a lot of skill talent here. Running backs can play the game. Obviously, you know, uh, Nick Chubb has been brought in here. Duke Johnson's a fantastic receiver. Some receiving tight ends. So I do want thing, one thing that offensive coordinator Todd Haley is going to want to do is he's going to want to mix up his fronts a, a ton because I think he's got a lot of interchangeable parts. Left side, right side, slot, stuff like that. You comfortable with, hey, just put me where you need me to put me and tell me what you need me to do. Exactly. I think that's what he liked about me the most is that I had a body size so I can stay inside and run them around, so I got the outside size too. So I can do whatever he wants me to do. Uh, I'm just willing to play. I just put me in. Let me make some plays, you know. Let me make some plays downfield. Let me make some first down. That's all I want to do is make plays for the team so that I know, like, that we won. So, you know, if me sitting on the bench, man, I I feel like I, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to do whatever I need to do to help the team win. So, uh, I feel like if, if he wants me to play guard, I'll go in there and play guard. Whatever he wants me to do, especially team wise, kick off, kick off the time. It don't matter what what he wants me to do. I'm gonna be out there. I'm ready to help the team win, and uh, I'm gonna do my job. I'm gonna do my one eleven every down. So you know, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be it's gonna be different, but it's gonna be fun, and I'm gonna love every bit of it. Ha <laughs> That's what everybody wants to hear. Uh, all my Browns listeners, guys, go ahead, get out there, follow at Damian Ratley on Twitter. The name, just as it's written, put the at in front of it, you'll find him there. Follow the show at Locked On Browns. Follow me personally at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Guys, I appreciate everything so much. We are going to bust through this post draft coverage here in the next few days. We got a lot of fun stuff coming in the little dead time here between camps, before you know, between OTAs and mini camps before camp kicks off in July. But, Damian, first off, I want to thank you so much for coming on here, man. I want to wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. No problem at all. Guys, that puts a bow on the Locked On Browns, episode 199. Appreciate you all so much for listening. Let's go, Browns.